guys, Panda here. You may notice that a couple of times in this episode, we refer to this chapter of Chiho Saito's After the Revolution manga as being the first one that we had read, which might be a little weird considering last week's episode was about the Toga and Sayonji chapter. That is because I accidentally edited these episodes out of order and decided to just kind of go ahead and put them up in the order that I had edited them. Sorry about that. Uh, hope you enjoyed the episode. <music> a revolutionary girl it's in a podcast i'm panda i'm your host and i'm here with my co-host alice how you doing alice i'm doing pretty good right. today we are here to talk about one of the after the revolution chapters uh manga chapters by chiho saito these well okay i was gonna say these take place after the original story and i guess technically that's true I have some questions about that. We'll get into it. I have not read that we're talking about the Jury and Shiori one called Beautiful, uh, Beautiful Thorns. You've just heard the beautiful voice of <laughs> our uh, guest, one of our guests for this episode, resident jury expert, Abby Say Swords. How are you tonight, Abby? Doing well, thanks, Dan. And to also help uh, fill out our panel this evening to review this work and uh, possibly prosecute Chio Saito for her crimes uh, is Doc Noctum, resident Shiori expert. How are you, Doc? Hey, I'm doing great, Panda. How about you? I am doing swell tonight. I'm a little um, confused by what it is that we're going to get into. But okay, so you guys have both been on the show before, so we don't have to go over your history and your favorite character things. If anyone is uh, has not listened to either of your episodes before, uh, they should go do that because they're both excellent episodes of this podcast hmm. but okay so let's talk about after the revolution <laughs> because we've mentioned it on the show before but this is the first time we're actually tackling any of it and instead of reading the first chapter like a normal person <laughs> i chose the one that would be easiest to schedule which was this so we're talking <laughs> about this chapter um, are there things that I'm missing from the first chapter that would help me understand this? No. Or... <laughs> not not particular. There are a couple, like, plot things that are reoccurring. Like, the lightning okay. strikes, that happens in the first one as well. And that's kind of like a kind of cue to kind of go back in the past or go back in the psyche. I don't know. I don't quite know how to describe it. But it's just basically Toga and Sionji's. Hmm? Yeah, it seems to just signify, here we go, something's about to happen. Utna is uh, going to appear in some way, whether we see her or not. There's some sort of Otori influence. Yeah, there's, there, and there's kind of a throwback to the manga, I would say, with the whole kind of Utna becoming Dios. Like, I feel like that's yes. kind of implied here as well. Yeah, I agree. Um, but, but you know that from reading like the actual manga, it's not really made any more explicit in the first one. They're pretty much standalone chapters, honestly. I would say okay. the, the last one has the most like resolution overall so you'll get a little more from that but that's after this chapter anyway and that is the is that the 
I've I've I, you know, I feel that. better about Shiori this chapter because I know what happens to Kozue in the next one, and I'm like, you know, it could have been worse. <laughs> I've heard, and that's why that one is uh, the one I am least excited to read. It's not great. Just read uh, it today. It was still not great. Okay, Alice, do you um do you know about? I'm gonna be honest. I have seen the jury one, and I actually thought it was decent. No, but the Cozway and Miki one. I have not seen it, and I feel like I'm going to hate it. I uh, okay. So, um, do you care about (laughs) spoilers for it? I mean, we're doing a podcast about it, so like, I'm. I mean, we will talk about it, but I, I, there. Just go ahead and tell me. Just tell me. Just rip the bandage off. Yeah, we we should. Since I already know this going in, and it's actually the only thing I know going about about the chapter going in. Apparently, in the Kozway Miki chapter, it is confirmed that Kozway has like incestuous feelings for Mickey. Like it's it's like like said like outright multiple times, and you know so that's great. I, I thought that there was no way that they could do that storyline. It's not in character for Cosway at all, but you know it's there. Like I wasn't sure that there was a way to do that storyline where it was worse because it was already like the least enjoyable part. But like, wow, they you know what they say: life um, finds a way. Oh no. You know, incest uh, finds a way. Well, when it's, you know, when it's manga, it it really does actually find a way, inevitably. All right. So, um, I don't have summary notes for this because I only finished reading it like 20 minutes before we started recording. I could link you my Google Talk notes if that would be Sure. Yeah, Yeah. that'd be great. Oh, God, I just closed that in the tab. Oh, there you go. It's mostly just me rambling and saying a lot of expletives are ago, but you know there is some some things. Do either of you think that you could summarize the events of this? Because I can take a crack um, at it, but I I mean could I mean I have it up. I will. Oh my god, this this cover page still gives me war flashbacks because I stitched it together. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, is- you did. If um, if okay, if anyone listening goes to where it is uploaded on the empty movement, the movement uh, in their image gallery, which I mean, if you're gonna read it, that's probably the place you're going because that's where the translation is hosted. Abby took the cover image and which was like a two-page spread and stitched it together right down the middle and painted it in photoshop so that it is a beautiful seamless image i'm crazy this is actually one of the first interactions i had with fauna because fauna was like i'm not doing this and i was like i'll do it because because you are a masochist (laughs) because you're a masochist and you had a little more investment in preserving this image of jury and shiori than fauna i did i got to reconstruct shiori's back and the sword is the only thing that's a little left up but everything else it remarkably stands up because Shio Saito used all these roses in the background. Mm-hmm. Listeners, if you look at it, <laughs> I had to pull them from different places in the image and twist them around and adjust the opacities to get them where they are. You know, it, I guess it would take you to give Shiori a spine. Yeah, I'm sorry, that was mean, but it was a good joke <laughs> Whoa! I stand by it. It was a good joke. You know, you are you're a resident jury expert, Abby, but you're more known for your Shiori love these days. Have you switched allegiances? I mean, I don't... I think 
that I love Jerry so much, I can't help but love Shiori, right? Like, that's just... I get that. That is so I mean, opposite. Yeah, but also, but definitely, I, 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 I love both of them. Dearly. But it's because, I mean, I definitely don't cosplay Shiori, so I can have these people be like, oh, I'll cosplay Jerry. And I'm like, oh, that would be horrible. Don't do that. <laughs> I would hate that. I don't need that. No, 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 no. Yeah, your Shiori cosplay is very good. It is very good. It is excellent. Viewers, if you haven't seen it, you're missing out. It is so beautiful. We're yes, looking at please it right go now. Look at Abby's like cosplay on. pictures. It's my avatar right now. She made the Godforsaken Otori Academy uniform. And I already want to remake it because I love suffering. <laughs> but uh, one also thing I, I think is very interesting because they have, of course, the French title for this chapter, which is yes. not plural thorns, but a single thorn. La belle épine. Oh, of course. Single beautiful thorn. Just a single one. Just a single brick is all it takes for something. (laughs) Well, there's a single brick in this manga. (laughs) (laughs) That was a good one. You are on fire, Panda. (laughs) I am in it with the puns today. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. See, that's the thing. With stitching together this image, I was able to do it because I was just looking for the most part at Yuri and Shuri. And then Ruka's Very part. little Ruka in this. But yeah, he's always fine. <laughs> what what happens in this, guys? What does happen? Well, you start with Jerry drowning, like past Jerry drowning. Which um, honestly, I really like this scene just sort of as like flashback dream. I like the way that like, you know, the panel layout is and like the panel layouts are gorgeous in this, honestly. The sequence of events, I think that it's like I think that this, like, just singular moment is sort of written very well, uh, yep. so it does fall under things that I like from this manga. Oh, yeah, when she, like, you see her falling and you see Jury, like, jerk awake, like, I thought the way Saito drew that, it really feels like what that feels like when you're having a nightmare and you're falling. Yes, because the drowning scene was a dream. Of course, it was a dream. It's always a dream. Yeah. Classic way to begin any story is with a dream. Everybody <laughs> loves it. Nobody ever has a criticism about that. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So this this is a dream she's having before she's going to be in the twenty something teen Tokyo. Is it supposed to be 17? I just see like a... I mean, I guess that's I the only 17. number it could be. I, I hadn't thought about it too hard, but I think it's 17. We also do see that she has a scar over her right breast. We do see that. That's like... She got one. a titty scar. Mm-hmm. She does. <laughs> <laughs> but she's going to be in the 2017 <laughs> Tokyo Fencing World Cup. And she's the poster child for it, which like, I don't know if that's like a lot of pressure... Or if they're just like, oh, she's competing now. But it certainly looks like she's just the person on this poster. Yeah, there is no one else featured. And it's huge. (laughs) You can see in the second panel a two-scale image of this poster. It is enormous. Oh my god, they didn't even look at that with all the little people. No, and look at all these little tiny people. I mean, they only care about you coming to see Jury at this event. I mean, that's why I would go, but you know... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that, that's because it was just a, an event uh, staged by jury fans mm-hmm. so oh, her they fan made club. sure to put her front and center absolutely I appreciate is that it. that's miki right that on this is next Mickey. page i mean it obviously it looks like miki but you know guys i found out today that miki's dub voice actor voices james in the pokemon anime wait what oh the dub oh, in no. the new dub wait like, yes? it, 
it, yeah, in like the newer seasons of the Pokemon anime dub, uh, Miki's voice actor is the voice actor for James of Team Rocket. Hmm. That's really funny considering Uta's voice actors. How yeah. how the mighty are fallen. Uta has a lot of crossover with Pokemon. Imagine movie. going yeah. from imagine going from Excellent. James to Mickey. Well, it's more going from Mickey to James, actually, because he did Mickey. Oh, he did Mickey before. That really uh, is Rack's Switches, then. Yeah, uh, and also, apparently, for some reason, whoever put this information on the voice actor's Wikipedia page listed his uh, involvement in Utena twice, once as Girl Revolution Utena, and credited him as Kaoru Miki, and then another as Revolutionary Girl Utena Miki Kaoru with, like, an actual hyperlink. So, I don't know. That's just an interesting factoid that allows me to not talk about this manga. (laughs) Oh, come on. I mean, Miki, actually, Miki being here and supporting jury fencing was one of my favorite things about it because it supports my headcanon of them. Although, I don't don't see jury really continue fencing that long, but I would see, like, them going to each other's matches. I think it would be cute. Okay. It's gay, lesbian, solidarity. Did you just say you don't see jury continuing with fencing? Personally, that's I, I never saw that. I don't think she would continue with that. Maybe really? bowling. I can see her keeping with bowling. But I mean, it's so connected to Otori and those traumas and the duels. Hmm. Yeah. But Well, the manga version, she doesn't really remember all of yeah. that at the yeah. end. It's not as... personal headcanons. But yeah, no, she doesn't seem to... That's really interesting, actually. And that's something I hadn't thought about a lot, but we can definitely talk about how, how much everybody remembers, which is definitely a theme in this manga as a whole. Because this is set after the end of the manga, and at the end of the manga, everyone forgets. I mean, which I mean, they have they do that in the anime too. But there's definitely um, some mixing of the two. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a little bit of every canon. It seems like, and they all sort of mishmash together into a canon that is not any of the canons. It is its own canon. Yeah, it truly is after the revolution. It's like some AU has gone off off the rails you say that but i remember i was reading it thinking to myself that they that it has simultaneously managed to transcend and be not a part of any of the established canons while also being more 80s than all of them (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean we're gonna talk about that locket in a bit and about how it's the most 80s thing i've ever seen and in, in some ways this reminds me the most of the manga but not in a good way. Because exactly. That's my fault. Yeah, it's 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 very much built on some of the stuff that frustrated me about the manga, where there are things that I'm supposed to take in a good way, but are obviously not great. Yeah, I had to like step back after I finished rewatching, rewatching, rereading this, and have to remind myself like the core Saito tenant that princeliness is a good thing and that a woman being a prince is something revolutionary because if you see it that way i can kind of see what she was getting at in this chapter but it didn't age well like i feel like the other manga aged a bit better because it's like you can see what she was doing at the time and i I don't know maybe it's because she had more like it was over a longer period this definitely there's just a lot and doesn't make a lot of sense but not in like the oots in a sense way even so the like I think part of that is that with the manga for the show, she had several chapters. She had a whole manga exactly. to work out to this fill. idea. So that yeah. it it's more kind of palatable. Whereas here we have it in encapsulated in a single chapter and because of that, you don't get any of the good parts. 
Exactly. This happens a lot, I feel like. I don't know if any of you are Fruits Basket fans, but Fruits Basket, yep. another story, whatever, the new manga they did, I think suffers a lot in the same ways. They had more volumes, but it was the same problem. Like, they had too many characters, trying to do so much, and it just ends up falling a little flat. But, I mean, it's still going to be pretty. I really like how pretty it is. I have the Japanese version with me, and I like looking at it. It's yeah. very visually pleasing. I do. People give Saito a bit of a hard time about this, and it's the one thing that I would not criticize her for much. Is I actually really like her style. I like the <laughs> visuals of the manga. People give her crap about the art? Like, what? Yeah, what? there definitely are people who dislike the art style of it, at least that I have seen, the facial shapes wow. and such. What? But, you know, it's to me it's so reminiscent of the shoujo of that time, but at the same time, yeah. it I in it much the same fresh. way that the Utena anime does, yeah, it has a little bit of a different, you know, you can't really put your finger on it, but there is something that's a little bit unique to it that feels a little bit long and, uh, you know, angular and modern in a way that yeah. a lot of old shoujo manga doesn't quite. Um, I, I think it's, it's very softer. interesting. Yeah, it is. I think it's uh, it's a great, compelling style. Anyway, yeah, I, I love the look of it. I love Saito's style. Like, I... Okay, I do want to put her on trial for her crimes during, while we talk about this. <laughs> but, like, I cannot deny that she is talented at drawing things because like I'll, i will see like full page spreads that she's done and it's like i want to like have that on my wall like that's beautiful and i even bought the program for the musical because i knew that it came with a an exclusive piece of saito art that she did for the musical of utsuna and mikage and i was not disappointed it's very good it's very good you can see the full scan of that on NC Movement's image gallery because they have scanned it by now, and it is just gorgeous. I understand. I can understand not liking a style, but like Shio Saito's style is is classic eighties, nineties shoujo as you get, and uh-huh. it's in a good, a very good way. Like it, it's it's yeah. kind of the platonic ideal of what I expect. Like it and Sailor Moon are sort of the platonic ideal of what I expect of shoujo manga between 1985 and 1995 uh-huh. yeah so back to the plot <laughs> okay so jury is fencing in this competition and mickey's like oh yeah she's gonna win for sure she's fencing she, but she I, thinks I, she's gonna lose yeah it's hard to uh it's hard to summarize this outside of she's fencing she's fencing because she's fencing that's, that's just what's happening it looks very cool because again as we've just established saito is a good artist she does these fight scenes very well i, I do think that yeah i'm considering it's not a very long chapter there's a lot of the fight scene but i don't know mad about it i think it looks nice. i actually kind of think that saito has an advantage when it comes to fight scenes because yeah. the anime was all about doing them like they use the same footage in a lot of stuff and i mean that was for effect and it works for the anime but like saito really gets to kind of like experiment with the fight scenes when they come up yep and the angles and you know how far out it is Mm -hmm. and um as they are fighting we have lightning strike and the power goes out and as you guys said the lightning strike is from previous the previous chapter as well yeah it, it, it's a recurring motif in after the revolution so the lightning strike has made uh the venue's equipment 
damaged and so they can't resume the match and they're gonna have a rematch and uh jury's God, I can't. You say it. <laughs> she, she's like, okay, so she's kind of running off to see her opponent, and she is apparently hallucinating Ruka being her opponent because, like, Miki insists that, that that it is not a man. And I was actually confused by this until I remembered that this chapter is set after the end of the manga because I was like, but she met Ruka in the other manga, but that was she before. Knows it. Well, she, she does. She doesn't seem to. She seems a little bit confused in the beginning. She she really only addresses yeah. him at first as you know, you're a man, and then yeah, man. she seems to both kind of know and not know she him. She seems to grow she into the recognition. Yeah, now you say that, especially because he shows off the rose crest. He does that classic, you know, hand up rose crest, and I do wonder if that They maybe... love that in Utena. They love showing the ring right in front of their face. And it sparks <laughs> something, perhaps. Yeah, this is something that I would say is confusing to me. I don't know if it is to yes. a lot of you as well. Please. Um, whether or not Ruka is there in a sense other than just Jury's imagination. The way that he interacts with Shiori, and in some ways I almost want to give Saito credit for this, it is so weird and vague that it's hard to tell if only Jury is seeing him because Miki evidently does not. You know, I hadn't thought about him being there with Shiori there. Does Shiori actually say that he is? That's what I mean. Because she's she like, "Oh, how really are you with ever this man?" Say. And she's like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah. So it could very well be just Jury projecting. It's, it could completely be in Jury's mind. It may be because he has a particular interaction with Jury and Shiori in their past that he's kind of linked to both of them. And you know, Miki is mm-hmm. obviously outside of that, so he sees nothing. I don't know. It's kind of unclear. <laughs> but at the very least, here Miki can't. It's see not. Him. It doesn't really cleanly work either way. In a lot of ways, yeah. because like if he if if Ruka's not there, then some of his actions and the effects that they have on the world don't make sense. But if he is there, then some of his interactions with people don't make sense, mm-hmm. which is kind of par for the course. Because every time this character shows up, there's something weird. Um, I part of me was wondering when I was re- rereading it um, and parsing through it: is there some panel especially towards the end where we have like kind of Utena juxtaposed with Ruka and if she's kind of this Dios figure like can she kind of manipulate people's mm-hmm. phones like is she messing with Jerry like to get her own kind of agenda to, to happen like I was really unclear yeah a lot of it is unclear <laughs> yeah yeah I wonder how much of this confusion is just an intended confusion which is very believable how much of it is kind of there's i wonder if there's a loss of cohesion because they are kind of two very different versions of ruka Mm -hmm. they are yeah i've skipped ahead a few pages because i okay so there's never she never says when the man is with her in the scene that we were that we're technically in in the summary she doesn't say that that's ruka Mm -hmm. Yeah. The only time Ruka is identified is in, I guess this is the jury Shiori origin story, according to Saito, in this, like, flashback. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. so she introduces Ruka, and she introduces yeah. him by name, and she says that that's her fiancé. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and then okay, it's yeah. just from from then on, like he is referred to as Shiori's prince. Thanks, I hate it. No, I can't even say thanks. <laughs> it's very it. it's it's weird. Okay, looking back at it, okay, so Jury is a model now. She wears some very unfortunate clothes. Yeah, um, let's talk about that plaid arm sleeve. Yeah, when can we jump into got? the fashion report? Let's talk about these clothes, please. Whoa. Oh my gosh! The, I this is my favorite part of the manga. I have to say, <laughs> are these <laughs> where she's so out, taking the, the photos? Absolutely, it's so good. Just just all of it, all throughout it. I have notes about nearly every outfit that is worn. Please share. <laughs> Let's talk I about was outfits. Not a fan about some of these outfits, but like they yeah. look they look like something that a Rocky would draw in JoJo's. <laughs> oh my god. Before we tar- talk about fashion, did we mention that Miki insists that Jury's opponent was a woman? Yes. Yeah, we kind of mentioned it, but okay. it's worth it's worth saying. It's worth repeating. And, and yeah. so now we're back at Otori. During part of, of that conversation, I was intently trying to figure out what part of the manga she refers to Ruka by name. Because mm-hmm. it would have been back, interesting yeah. if throughout this it was just this man that looks like Ruka, but they never actually <laughs> say who and he you know, is. And you know, that would be a shoujo manga trope. Oh my god, it's Ruka's twin who is not dead, but he's here just with Jerry. <laughs> no, I, I really would have loved if it had been like a um, an Ewok thing in Star Wars where it's like, did you know that in the manga they never call Ruka Ruka? We just, you know, we all know that through cultural osmosis. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> that's not quite the case. She didn't commit. That would be so good. I have, I have a theory about this and you guys were talking about is Ruka really there? My theory is that neither Ruka or Shiori are really there. That's great. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> We can we can talk. I don't know if this yeah, holds up in too, reading through it at but, all, but yeah. that's I I've decided to pause it that right now based mm-hmm. on the uh, we are eleven pages in, and of oh this boy. Uh, less than sixty pages, but it's listed as sixty one because of images and credits and whatnot. But based on my recollection of what I read earlier, I'm going to say that neither Ruka or Shiori are actually here. They are ghosts in jury's mind it's a classic uh ferris bueller fan theory yes jury is just imagining everything yes exactly classic classic so yes jury is a model talk about we have to talk about about outfits because she has so many so this first one which i think what did i call it i called it a because it looks like a homecoming dress it does but she's got this plaid waist cinching uh belt on it and the plaid plaid it's very interesting it has this it's a weird scottish touch which i think almost harkens to like is jury all the way japanese because i almost feel like no and more than anyone it seems like she might not be i mean i don't know that it's ever said it's never explicitly said posit that she could possibly be like scottish part scottish that would be interesting that would be the only acceptable use of those accents because also like what is that skirt and the open back like oh man oh man abby we're we're coming from two completely different places i love this dress (laughs) oh i love love it tell me why i want to i want to understand (laughs) 
It's just fashion. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I think it looks great. Right. I like are you I like really her into fashion. Better. I don't I don't do a lot of like runway fashion type stuff. No, so the, I don't really... the things that Jury is wearing here are so bizarre. Um, but I love them for exactly that reason. It is so much, and it's and I, it brings up this interesting uh, dichotomy isn't the right word, but this strangeness about Jury's character where it feels like when you see these clothes they don't fit her you know they're not right on her but at the same time she is see see, that's why when I was ranking them like for me I like things that Jury look like yeah but like the next outfit I would say is extremely fitting of Jury I think no Yes. <laughs> well, in certain what I mean, we will we'll talk about it. We'll get there. I think I think that any outfit yeah. from this manga would be is basically god tier jury cosplay. No, I like it, it. If a jury cosplayer true. did any outfit from this manga, they would be the god tier jury cosplayer. I, for I me have personally, a few who want to cosplay the leather jacket, and I'm like, I. Get together, Jury's outfit. Leather jacket, Jury's very good. We will She's get there. God. <laughs> she is the god tier of god tier. We'll get to her. But, um, <laughs> but I really like your point, Doc, about how these outfits. They, she does does seem kind of ill at ease. Like they don't seem like her. And I think it's really interesting that Shiori is also helping choose these outfits. So yeah, like, it's very interesting. And you know, when you watch the anime proper, and how, how much this relates to the anime is obviously up for debate, but. You do yeah. see that Jury at times will arrive at parties and she's wearing the elaborate jewelry or she's got mm-hmm. the white gown on with the big purple feathered boa. It's not that Jury doesn't wear A, feminine things and B, extravagant things. I think that really calls on yes. her standing, um, mm-hmm. at least in the anime. But this manga, the thing that I hate the most about it and we'll definitely get to it is how much it absolutely reverses that and says, you know what? Jury doesn't have any standing. She already has standing. Oh um, my God. I how just, does this make I'm sense? already it angry. Doesn't. I'm already angry about it. <laughs> it makes no sense. I have problems with it, but it makes the fashion choices for Jury here definitely very interesting because I feel that in the anime, I don't actually disagree that these would work on her, but in this, it yes. kind of feels like they don't. It really feels, I want to say clownish, but it, it does feel... Clownish is actually a pretty good yeah, word. I think that's a good yeah, description. Thank you. Yeah, because it just, it, yeah, it does feel like you're just kind of dressing during up mm-hmm. these outfits. Play, play jury dress up. Now, on the next yeah. It's kind of like when you, when you put, like, a cat in, like, a cute yes. outfit. <laughs> Panther, when you put a panther, a panther, yeah, panther in those atrocious sandals. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, let's yeah, talk we've about got, the shoes. <laughs> we've got the to talk page. about this next page where Jury is wearing the thigh high open toed boots with the gladiator <laughs> laces on the front. <laughs> what is this like, outfit? I'm but then when you say the words thigh high open toed boots, it really sinks in yeah. what it is that I'm looking the, at. With the lace up, with the lace up. The lace is all the way up to the knee and it like flares out and she's got like the high waisted pants and this flowing like pirate it, shirt. The thing it is, is so I would weird. love this outfit so hard if yes. like the toes were not yes. if the shoes were not open toed no. shoes. <laughs> like if they it was a closed toed boot. This would just own so hard. It would. I really yeah. would. This I would it's, absolutely it's like love it. It's like chic. If you don't look at the sandals, like I would say, it was like a solid nine out of ten without mm-hmm. the sandals. But it's, it's so like much, but in a good way. Now, I it's not say good. Someone, and it, I want to say it was Vana, but it might not have been, and I don't want to 
misgive credit, but somebody did Photoshop and close the toes. I think it was Fauna. I remember (laughs) at least Fauna saying something. But I do love the the pirate chic outfit. Um, I love that. I love the top of that. I do. I love the sleeves. I love the like. You can see the different like Saito is really good at this though. I will say like every part of this garment, you can see it's a different fabric, Mm -hmm. and you can see how just how it like clings to her or like you know flows. I really appreciate that. But the fact that she made me have to look these open toed that jury's long elegant toes. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Is that what the jury fans were clamoring for? No! I don't know. (laughs) Some parts of the internet would suggest otherwise. No! (laughs) Uh, I didn't want this. I never wanted this. We ha- at the bottom of the page, uh, there's an exchange where like someone is going to hand jury like another outfit, mm-hmm. and she says that she's not going to wear it. Yes. And then it it's uh Shiori says that yeah. they don't choose any clothing for jury that shows off too much of her chest because they don't want to ruin her image as a fencing queen which is, which is rich coming from Shuri. i know that's great coming from Shuri, but it's so it's it's funny it is such a japanese idol kind of thing it's so yes you know really it really is i was thinking is about that because i you know, I didn't she's... know that like the taboo on cleavage was a oh, thing yeah, in well, Japan until I talked to Vana and Yasha about it because the last time that Vana oh, yeah. was in Japan, oh, she yeah. accidentally wore a top that she didn't realize was much lower cut than it was and she didn't have like a tank top underneath and she got a lot of stares on the public tra- transit yes, uh, definitely will. from people who yeah. were not used to seeing boobs. <laughs> it's just, you know... It's a weird standard there, but I, I actually really liked that inclusion in this particular manga because I think it calls upon what Jury is here as the fencing yes. champion. She's not an athlete, even her. though she is. She's an idol. That's yeah. really the way they're treating her. Yeah, they're, you're, her this model, like, fencing queen status thing, it's like, she's not in entirely her own like that's the thing that strikes me a lot about idols they aren't really allowed to live their own no, lives the same way they're they're surveilled yeah i watched it kind of all times mm-hmm. and god you know that's exactly obviously what jury needs after leaving Otori, where <laughs> you know everything's watched by akio just go in the real world and have this i guess well, we find out on the next page that they are yeah. doing a fo- this photo shoot yeah. at Otori. Wait, they, yes. they show at the very beginning that they're at Otori Academy. And you can oh, see I think the, maybe I didn't notice it in the beginning. <laughs> they're in the greenhouse, so we're getting a lot of a tour of the different kind of places, you know, places of note. And there's the visiting room. It yeah. says it in the first page, but I was distracted we by were something distracted else. she's voguing <laughs> on the interview chairs from the black rose saga with that hoodie ball gown that's thing. what i was about to say before we move on out of Please. all the outfits here so much more than the open-toed boots i don't understand this dress that jerry is wearing it is a hoodie <laughs> with a huge flowing bell skirt and it has like sleeves that have these ruffles of fabric the on amount, of them but it's got like a drawstring hoodie out of guys i didn't realize it had a hood it has a yeah, hood it has no. drawstrings Wait, it, it has, has a like hood? a zipper what you the see hell the little is this ties? garment oh my god is oh. this fashion i guess 
I don't know. What I, I have. On. It looks. You can tell more if you click on like the full size image because mm-hmm. like the yeah. the initial so loading of the image doesn't necessarily. You can't really see the hood as well underneath like her curls mm-hmm. and stuff. But if you load up the full size image, you can see there is in fact a hood and like drawstrings there. Yep. I just thought this was like a big drapey dress. I originally thought that, and then when I went to rank all the outfits, I looked at it and I was like, "Oh, Oh, you just dropped." What the hell am I looking at? Like a lot of these things, if you just took like half of them and like made an outfit based on the hoodie, an outfit based on the like ball gown, it would be nice. But. (laughs) yeah i guess fashion i guess i don't know enough about fashion i do kind of like how stupid they are like even if i think they're atrocities i think i love how stupid oh yeah i'm I'm so much of a fan of going 110 percent with everything and that's why we like utina exactly yeah (laughs) so it's weird to me that this photo shoot is at otori but i mean it's a plot yeah, that and is this gives Shiori and Jiri time to now reminisce about their times here, but never actually look at each other because you know that that's that tracks. Looking at each yeah, other, um, uh, I don't think so. Jiri has another moment where she thinks about her opponent looking like a man and not a woman, and that his face looked like dot 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 trails off. Cursed, cursed, cursed. This is honestly the whole chapter. I thought a lot of you, Alice. I think it's probably you talk about like the monkey's paw and it's like it was like oh give me a jerry shiri chapter and they're like you may have it but you must also have ruka (laughs) i also make a lot of references to the monkey's paw because i did that when we were watching sarah's and mine because every time i would ask every time i would ask ikahara for something of sarah's and mine he would be like okay and then i would get it and i would cry yeah this this sure is something. The editorial is where all of uh, jury serial victories and everything else began. All began here. Judy San. I love how Shuri still calls Jury San after how many years? Mm-hmm. I guess she's her manager. That that's the relationship here. Yes. Which is weird. I'm confused weird. by this. This is another question <sighs> I had, guys. Can we can yeah, you, okay, can can you we hash clear out? this up for me? Is she her manager? That's what my impression was, because she was talking about taking on, like, another person, and that other person is who Jury sees as Ruka. I guess? But but at the same time, she's like, you haven't been answering my calls, and I was like, what, are you, like, a manager with benefits? Like, what's going on here? (laughs) Like, what's going on? Jury's just a terrible client. She's, like, dodging business calls. These aren't aren't personal calls, Jury. You have to answer them. Two is even though technically the shiori interacting with the person giving jury the outfit earlier should break uh my theory that shiori is not actually there but since we don't ever see her react to shiori still holds up it still holds up also there's the fact that they're saying basically the same thing right Mm -hmm. yeah because she's still not gonna wear it Mm -hmm. shiori's just complaining explain for us it's sort of a, a sixth sense situation yeah. where you you can look and see that nobody's actually reacting to Shiori. <laughs> Which, I mean, <laughs> tracks for her as a character in general, but... <laughs> Ooh, yeah. But God, her outfit's so good here. Like, I love those belts. I just... I know, God. I can do, I, can we take I a, do love... Can we just pause on this page for a moment? And of course. Abby, I would love to hear some of your jury leather jacket thoughts, and I have some Shiori and bell sleeve thoughts. Please. <laughs> okay, well, 
when I was doing my ranking, it was very easy to decide what the number one outfit was mm-hmm. because it was this. Because Juri looks like she's like kind of aloof. She looks like you know she could ride off into the sunset. Like she's got the jeans and she's got you know the hands and the pockets and her hair is like I really appreciate in this chapter. Kiyosaito did not leave her hair in all of those curls. Yeah, and she's much I more that the movie movie jury hair going. Yes, that's a beautiful volume in her hair. Mm-hmm. And um, although I will say from this one panel on uh, it's nineteen, it's um fourteen in the scans. When Jerry's walking away, she looks a little like Sayonji now that I think about it. I'm glad that you said that. Because he dresses like a lesbian. I'm glad that you said that because I was going to say that I think that, okay, so I think that Jerry in leather jacket and Sayonji in denim jacket are like opposites of they're like opposites of each other at the ends of the universe, the polar opposite ends, these two instances of jackets. Yes, like, I feel like, like, the jury is, like, the epitome of blessed, and the Seonji in the denim jacket is the epitome of cursed. But yet it bodies both of their characters, so there's a fighting soft, soft butch kind of thing going, and it's very And Seonji also a soft butch. Also, but, but that's not what he's going for. <laughs> I, like, yes, I'm but. so sad that the phrase, is Seonji a soft butch, is now inscribed to my <laughs> When I die, I want that on my tombstone. Just inlaid in gold. Seoji is a soft bush. Knew it was necessary for context. Maximum. They are talking about all of their memories. But wait, 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 no, Doc, I need to hear your thoughts on Shiro's outfit. This is very important. They are the best, the two best outfits in the chapter, Mm -hmm. I would say. Agreed. Yeah, I have so little positive to say about it that I really need to revel in the outfits and things that I can. So this is actually in my in my outfit ranking. Um, this is actually the second one for me. Number two is a shirt with the bell sleeves and the high waistline skirt. And you see, it's sort of gathered at the waist in a way that matches the bell sleeves. Um, it's very much oh. that like modern classic style that's really coming around again in the West, and I think is always pretty present in Japan. Yeah. It's it's not outlandish and bold like the things that, you know, Jerry was just being photographed in here or anything like that. And it's not necessarily a statement like Jerry wearing the leather jacket, you know, that really calls upon Jerry's masculinity and a little bit of the gender challenging that happens with her character that's kind of the opposite in Shior. You know, it's something that's very feminine in a very deliberate way. Yes, you know, it's this... very deliberate. So what colors do you think this would be? Yeah, it, it, it doesn't look like a businesswoman, you know, despite the fact that that's what she is at this point. Um, she's Jerry's manager. Yes. I think that it's great. I love it. I <laughs> just, oh, it's beautiful. It is stunning for me. Um, but my number one Shiori outfit, which I'm just going to mention really quickly because it's not actually in the manga itself, so we're not going to really get a reason to get to it. But it's the one that's in that first promotional artwork when... Uh, she has her arms yes! around Jury and Jury's around naked. Jury. I love that. I love, I love it. So one. it's so Shuri in that one, she's in this like seemingly black dress. Of course, it's black and white, so you can't really tell. But it has this boat neck collar and these sheer dark sleeves. And I love it so much. That is by far, even above Jury's I leather jacket, agreed. that is my number one. I think it's so good. I want to find this to put in the chat. So yeah. That if uh, if either of you haven't it seen it, yes, it is stunning. I was just looking it up. I I love it. Yeah. It's like it's and the screams, sleeves, the sheer. Oh, 
<laughs> That's good. It's so good. It just screams available young widow to me, which is like the future yes, that I would want for Shiori. That is, yeah, big time I, And I love energy. the the posing of this image also. There's a lot of good things. Yeah, yeah. real tall. This is actually an amazing picture. It's so good. It's right? gorgeous. It got us, I know so hyped i remember when this first came out in the discord and everything everybody was going did you color it i feel like i I did i was the one that colorized it it? Mm -hmm. yeah yeah because it looked really good thank you (laughs) i just oh i I love it i love it and and what's funny is that we kind of do get the widow plotline in a way with shiori but not the way that i would have wanted you know i want it to not be the like way we deserve no not the way we deserved. Really? i want it to be upper east side widow i want shiori to poison her rich husband i don't want this what we got hey guys i don't mean to sidetrack us but real quick i was looking in that the section of the gallery that the image that you linked us is from. Uh-oh. And there's a picture of Saito art that has Kozue in like Oh, I was suits. hoping you would find that. Oh, it, oh I mean, that's oh. like the only, that's the I only love, good part of the, like, the other manga is her in that suit. But I love, you say that, but now I, I have to this. deal with the fact that she, like, Kozue is going to forever. Kozue also a soft butch! No, yeah! okay, yes, but also, like, she looks like a fucking like composer. I mean, yeah, I'm expecting I her love to be. Yeah, that's, that's really what they're doing. Expecting for, her to get then. behind a piano and start playing Moonlight Sonata or something. I am extremely here for Cosway and Menswear. I am so sorry, Alice. You are not gonna like that chapter. <laughs> I'm not gonna oh like God. it. I'm. I am dreading it. I don't even know who we could get to guess. I don't even know that we can have any. Do we have to? I episode. mean, like, legitimately, do we actually have to? We. It is our, our integrity Duty, as right? podcasters. Do we have integrity we have as podcasters? <laughs> that sounds fake. That sounds like a geist made up. Made up geist. We have to at least talk about it for some reason. Oh. I'm sorry. That's just it's it's podcast yeah. law. I can't do anything about it. Should we get back to the chapter? <laughs> yeah, let's, yeah, yeah, let's fine. get back on the plot. Here. Panic could be the the podcast po- cops if she wants to. <laughs> oh, okay. Alice says, "Fuck the podcast police." Oh, okay, that's valid. <laughs> I I just wanted to say that Jerry greets who she sees as Ruka by calling him "you fiend." That is my only appropriate way. In this chapter. <laughs> so good she's you so fiend. extra like i love the translation choices here because i was like i could really hear jerry just you know kind of a little over dramatic yeah that's you know that's something positive right so right? good i, I love yes, it that actually is easily it when i was rereading it i ranked that as the funniest jury line out of all of them she just says it's you so fiend. good is so good. If you guys have ever seen the dub for Utena, there's a great line in Ruka's second episode where Jerry calls him a spineless megalomaniac. What? That's <laughs> yes. amazing. It's very good. Which is I so great. <laughs> Classic. We actually may. I was talking to the former guest who was just on our episode about race uh, that I did with you, yeah. Abby. Yeah, Adrian. 
Adrian, yes. Adrian and I were talking about possibly doing an episode talking about like the dub versus the age old argument, dub versus sub. Uh, but more just talking about like the differences in the two versions and like changes that were made in like ostensibly changes in adaptation from one language to another. There's some cool stuff. I only watched a few of the Jerry Shuri episodes. I feel like it would require a lot of research, which I don't I don't like doing that. It's very tedious (laughs) in like having scripts up or typing down what I I miss for papers. It's incredibly time consuming. (laughs) But it would be interesting It would be. If you just chose even like an episode to talk about or specific like I was thinking about also probably roping in Vana because of the work that, like, the, like, when Nozomi was consulting with the, with Empty Movement about, like, the, the Blu-ray release and stuff like that. I feel like she probably has some valuable input. Mm -hmm. But that, another episode for another day. We really want to do anything but talk about the manga, don't we? I know. I mean, but okay, we're on the page and Shiori looks great. Her Mm -hmm. hair is beautiful. Hair is Yes, I like that you guys said that this is probably the person that she keeps seeing as Ruka because I, I, when I read this, earlier it didn't really occur to me that she might just be hallucinating again mm-hmm. it did not occur to me at this point until we were talking about it that was more just kind of like ugh i hate this ugh i hate this why are you here why are you here which doesn't really change if jury's just imagining it it's like jury stop stop <laughs> but she seems so confused by the way jury is reacting to which would make sense this person that it, it makes yeah. sense that this maybe isn't ruka but i guess ruka does die at the end like at the end of his bit of the manga so unless he, he like I mean, jury like, doesn't believe it jury yeah doesn't jury believe doesn't it. believe it but i mean also that doesn't even who who says that even matters <laughs> It's it's good to keep in mind, but yet the, after the revolution is just doing its own thing. And I like, um, I mean, I don't say I can't say I really like it, but I did think it was really interesting how like Jury grabs Shuri's wrist to like drag her away from this guy, mm-hmm. saying, you know, why now of all times you return to us? What's your true objective? And I'm like, whoa, you're actually actually asking relevant questions. I guess this means you grow up a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But also, it really reminded me of the musical. I don't remember if it was in the first one, but definitely in the Black Rose. No, I think it was in the first. In both, when she when Jerry grabs like the shadow girl, he's supposed to be sharing like, her wrist. And or she like reaches like for her. I don't remember if she grabs she, her. She does grab her in the first one. And I okay. think she does it in the second one, because when she's actually around Shiori, she's not capable of doing anything like that. Which is ah. why this is so, yeah, so notable. And Shiori just being like, stop it. When you act like that, I just get so, I'm just like, forget it. Ow, that hurt. The fa- the sh- the jury face there, like just her eyes, is mm-hmm. heartbreaking. The the not Ruka Ruka here has extreme like Toga energy. I don't know. Ugh, I saw yeah, it. yeah. With, with his with his hand on her waist, just emphasizing that you know, which is why I was kind of like, is she a manager? Like, is he just her client? Is she also seeing him? I don't know. Just, yeah. I don't know anything. It's I don't know shit though. about shit. And yeah. our next page, we're getting, I guess this is Jury Shiori Origins, because we've got our, yep, our After the Revolution jury. version, with her hair and braids, and she looks so cute. This was one of my favorite looks for her, just because she's so adorable, and I want to go back. 
we see baby Shirajuri, and she's talking about how she's loved Chiori since they were in uh, school. Okay, hate this. this. Just... <laughs> Thank you, Doc. I'm so validated. Do you guys want to? Um, <laughs> do you guys want to cover this page, Doc? Doc, you take it away. This you, just you makes say me better sad. than I. I'm... <laughs> I'm so weary. You know, I would I would love to hear your thoughts on this as well, Abby. But yeah, this is uh, take it away. I, here's the thing. <laughs> I know I'm a little bit of a, a caricature of myself when I, you know, come on here and, and when I'm on the Discord and it's like, well, she worries all I care about. That's all I'm paying attention to. That's not necessarily true. I you know, I, I like Utina, guys. I do like Utina, but yes, Shiori, that's that's the priority for me. That's the character that I wanted to see. 20 years we've been waiting for her to premiere in the manga. I never expected this would happen. I never in my life thought we were going to get it. We got it. I'm so happy. I'm in ways grateful, you know, that Saito tried to throw us a bone. But this writing flies in the face of everything about Shiori's character for me. And that is, I I don't even know how to make this work with the understanding of who Shiori is. The thing is, Saito, I don't think, yeah. knows how to write a character like Shiori because I don't think Saito knows how to see femininity as something cruel when it looks like this. I think she only knows yes. how to write a femme fatale type of character. But Shiori, with the, you know, cruel innocence and the, you know, quote unquote, toxic femininity and mm-hmm. that more layered presentation, she does not get that. And so what Shiori becomes is so reduced down to well she's nice um she's rich she kind of has everything she needs so there's not really any reason for her to have insecurities or a character she's just a girl like any classic shoujo bordering on shoujo eye manga she's a girl who is pretty and feminine and wayfish and provided for and wouldn't we all love to be the gallant jury who comes in to provide for her that's not a character. That's not who Shiori is. That's who it's she wishes not. she was, but it's not who she is. To present her as being so outrageously wealthy, she's wearing this beautiful child's kimono and being presented with all of these presents. And you can see one of her butlers is wearing like full coattail tuxedo. She literally looks like a doll, like one of those like kind of... Or she like, does. A festival or something. Just a beautiful this doll. This kind of feels like fan fiction. It's, it's OOC. It is so OOC. Maybe and, that's what I mean when I say it feels like fan fiction, is that it feels like OOC fiction that was written by someone else. Mm-hmm. Which I guess technically that's what it is. And I mean, Doc, I think it's really interesting you say like this idea of her looking the way she is and being the way she is, which is so dissonant. And that's what people mm-hmm. always found interesting about her character. That's what Ikuhara liked when Saito designed this character. Mm-hmm. He really, because didn't she come from like, kind of came from another series Saito had done. And he really liked this kind of distance between, dissonance between a character who looks so beautiful, but she acted so horribly. Yes. And like, but th- that's completely lost here. That's absolutely lost. And that's, that's what was so disappointing for me. I was like, oh, especially seeing that promo art that we were just gushing about with Jury like so Jury. It was like, yes, bring on that toxic yes, like, you know, I relationship. Mean, it- that's what I want for Jury and Jury. And I know not everyone feels that way. And that's fair, that's valid. But- and I don't want to, I, I'm like, fine, it doesn't have to be endgame, but if like if I'm going to see them interacting in canon, I'm expecting it to be a train wreck. Mm-hmm. I'm expecting fires. Mm-hmm. I'm expecting garbage. 
not this pretty stuff than this. Oh my god. Yeah, the thing, like, I think the, you said. Oh, sorry. I don't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. Oh, no, no. You're fine. I'm just. You, you really Abby's just it fuming with rage. We're both just raging here. I totally I just, get it's it. It's <laughs> so angry and it's so validating to hear somebody else say it because it's just. Ugh. Yeah, she's watered down completely. Yeah. And just. Her character doesn't mean anything. And how do you get from the anime? Like, nothing about her says rich. Nothing. And I don't know if it's like because I've oh read enough God. stuff. Or we talked about it like her enough that she strikes me as coming not from wealth and jury definitely strikes me as coming from wealth. Absolutely. For sake, she does fencing. Yeah. And here we're supposed to believe, and that's like the second so on the first half of this page, so it's divided basically in two. Maybe actually it's a little uneven, so she already gets a little more space, which is fitting for what Saito is trying to do. And we see jury saying how Shiori is a princess who lives in another world. Okay, yeah, whatever. Princess, princess is a two-tail. I got it. I am ugly. She's putting the locket out, which I think is actually probably one of the better things, like this self-hatred thing. But then she's like, no one loves me. And no one will ever turn their gaze towards me. And it's like, she's supposed to be plain? This is also counter to all prior established characterization of these two characters. characters especially yeah. jury because like i we mean we had more to go on with jury and i i had not thought about how this is like a reversal until you yeah. brought it up doc but like it just yeah because all of the evidence that we have surrounding jury is that she like she has a bit of class she's elegant i mean in the anime she's got like her like dressing gown yeah. that she wears she's, and you know, like wearing these and we see jewels. all of like the girls fawn over her everyone loves jury everyone thinks jury's so cool and, and nobody so, cares about shiori shiori's plain and she's insecure <laughs> Yeah, and that's also part of her whole thing is that, like, she yes! thinks Jury, like, takes pity on her. Like, uh, okay, yeah, we, we've done a whole Shiori episode. Go listen to our Shiori episode. Yeah. Good stuff. Please, it's, it's really good. Doc says many good things. I appreciate but, that. But, yeah, it's just, it's such a weird reversal and it's not effective it's and not. the problem is there's no intentionality behind it. It makes their story feel so much more typical it does that you know, absolutely like of course like the butchy one would be the one who's ugly that no one loves and the the pretty you one know? is the nice one that everyone loves or not nice but like nice in terms of like nice fancy in terms one of being that like everyone boring loves. And this is like a really faults. bad like a really bad harumichi fic honestly it, it, that's, <laughs> it, uh, but it's true that's so i valid. mean like that's you're so, so right <laughs> i read this fic and i didn't like it i didn't like it <laughs> <laughs> I agree. It, it takes what is interesting about Jury and Shiori's relationship, which is that it does begin from a basis of that typical, very old school, very 70s shoujo eye manga kind of you know presentation. And then it goes in such a different direction with it. It subverts both of their characters so much. And it makes yes. them both such whole people because they are both so flawed within that relationship. The thing that yes. makes people like Jury and Shiori, at least the ones that do, is how messy it is. But when you present it this way, you've taken what you were subverting and just subverted it right back to where it is what it began as. And it's not messy. It is so it's like you flipped it upside up. down and then you just took that and flipped it right back side up again. Exactly. And it's it it says nothing. That's the thing to me. A story like this, I don't know what I'm supposed to take from it. That was exactly how I felt at the end of this. And it's exactly how you feel in the middle. It's like what am I what am I supposed to to do with this like yeah. I, I think they're kind of i don't know it's, it's like 
it really is like a typical kind of Yuri or whatever kind of story, like, you know, just trying to follow these tropes. And I was wondering if there was some intentionality to try and align Yuri more explicitly with Utena and this kind of desire to become a prince. But the way she goes about it is so typical that it's completely uninteresting and completely not her. The problem with this is that I, if divorced from like actually being these characters' backstory, I actually kind of like this this flashback yeah. because it does hit on a lot of lesbian fiction tropes that like yeah. I do tend to like eat up. But like, oh for sure, like this little training yeah. montage that you're yeah. Adorable. I love this whole, like, jury's like, th- she likes princes, so I want to be a prince for her. Like, I I love it in the same way that I love how Utsuna wants to be a prince. But, like, it makes them as characters Not more fun. boring, sadly. I did kind of feel like it would have been better had it been, you know, any other character. Yeah. And it's interesting if you align Shuri more with Ampi. Like, what does that say about Ampi? This kind of beautiful princess thing? Like, uh, it's just not great. I love in the anime to align Shiori with Ampi and see the, the crossover there. But in this version, it is in the same way that people will reduce Ampi into the smallest version of her character. It's like that's what the canon yes. is doing to Shiori here. Precisely. Like it. <laughs> it's a boulderization of both of their characters. Mm-hmm. It's such a shame because they both look so pretty, but so I hate pretty. everything about <laughs> like I can't even call it a story really. And there's this constant like divide that's shown visually between jury practicing fencing across the river from this like mansion, this palace mm-hmm. where Shiori lives. Yeah. And it's like, oh my god, yes, we get it, you're from the wrong side of the tracks. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I like oh. ponytail jury. I there are some very good Lady Oscar vibes going on with ponytail jury. Mm-hmm. I also really like her. Yes. I do. I like jury's ponytail very, very much. Yeah, on this page that is the training montage page. I just before we move on, I just want to stop really yeah, quickly. Yeah, yeah. There's some. There's some good outfits. There's here. some good outfits. I want to point out just one. <laughs> if this were any other manga, this page uh, where Chiori calls says you're as strong as a prince, you're wonderful, mm-hmm. and then like jury's like being all like blushy internally over the fact that she called her a prince i would eat this shit up but it's just not <laughs> it's just not who they are it feels hollow in this context yes, it does. I, I think agree. hollow is a really a really good way to put it it's, it's gilded right it's just, the, the amuse-bouche the at the on the side of the page was a picture of naname with her arms folded looking angry and i feel like it's very fitting for this <laughs> Yeah, if you've I never know. been on the in the galleries on empty movement, there's a little section that will just show you like a random image from the gallery, and mm-hmm. it's very good. It's called the amuse bouche. Oh no, I clicked on it. It showed me jury fighting Yurka. Thanks. <laughs> Rip. I get called out a lot by the amuse bouche. <laughs> so next page, we are introduced to Ruka properly, and it is said that Ruka and Shiori have been engaged oh my God. Since, since they, they were, were seven. seven. That's cool. not great, but I mean, I guess arranged marriage is very shojo. So, like Shiori being already engaged to Ruka, I mean, there is something there in the sense that, like, 
it really underscores how Juri could never, ever have been with Shiori in every single possible way. Mm-hmm. And yet, she still keeps this locket, no matter how futile it is. And she still like, kind of, you know, fetishizes this person, locks it away. Mm-hmm. So, like, that, I'm like, you know, I, I there could be some food there. But but there's not, really. <laughs> yeah, there's there's potential for food. At the same time... I like the framing of this page with the locket in the center and all the panels around it. Saito is very good at making comics, even if maybe the substance of it is not to our taste. (laughs) And the way she draws, I love her art of um, Shiori. Yes, all of the Shiori art is absolutely stunning. No arguments. Saito, you did good on that. But, oh, I hate this part so much, man. Just, I mean, as if I haven't said that a million times already, but this part especially. Go no, on. This, this is probably... Well, okay, so Juri has dropped the locket, mm-hmm. as she does sometimes. She didn't appear to eat it this time into a fountain. <laughs> yes! <laughs> she didn't she, eat it into the audience this time. No, God. Oh, so good. Um, but she did drop it in a field. She's wearing a great outfit that would be better yes. if Ruka doesn't walk up being like, oh... Is this what you're looking for? And we see his rose crest, we see the locket glimmer, and she's like, oh. This is my number two jury outfit. I I would have ranked it higher. I would have ranked it higher if they're not, like, practically matching. But you know what the funny thing is, is that I love this on Ruka as well. And uh, I know we're not big Ruka fans here, but... I love how he's... Abby just doesn't like anything on Ruka because it's Ruka. I know. And I've, I've felt the same way that you feel, Abby. I understand. But... Thank you. But no, objectively, objectively, it is a very good outfit on both of them. Mm-hmm. I, I love how he takes I'm... the suspender and it goes crossbody from one side of his waist to the opposite yes. shoulder. I think that's great. I love that. Yeah, Jerry's a little more, like, traditional there. Mm-hmm. She just has the two suspenders. So there is, like, some maybe... I did not read into that because I was too busy. I mean, Ruka's acting like a teenage boy right now because she's like, hey, you want this locket? She's like, give it back. It's important to me. Catch me and I'll give it back to you. I acknowledge your foil technique, but you lack speed. And then he just runs. And Juri trips and falls on her face. He's laughing, running away. Juri's catching her breath, which, like, is an asthma move. I'm like, wow, yeah. Yeah. That's a lot. Um... (laughs) That bastard, I'll never forgive him. I despise him. May he vanish from Shiori's sight. Let him drop dead. And I was like, you know. <laughs> extremely is, good. It's extremely good. I'm like, you know, usually I would be like, oh, whoops. You know, do you really want to say that? In this case, I'm like, you know. I love it. this whole page, actually. Just visually, I love, like, how angry she is. And I love, like, the strut that she has going on on the day of the rematch. rematch. Yeah, that, this is a good shout sky sparkling just yeah. for her this is a great page uh visually and honestly this is something i actually quite like about this version of the manga yeah not not everything i do obviously but something i will say about it i like the jury is so filled with rage to a point that it is not justifiable i like to yeah. see jury and shiori yeah. as flawed characters as i've said i don't like lionizing jury as this like perfect paragon of you know she has this selfless love and she would do anything for her i like to see jury as being a little bit selfish and a little bit um short-sighted and so i like that in this she is so hateful toward ruka who at this point hasn't well we don't like him he hasn't really done anything that wrong besides being well yet Shiori's fiance yeah. 
I mean, I but she's cursing exists. him to death because she's so angry. It's so... there. I mean, in this case, I think, yeah, Saito does a really good job, both in Ruka's case being this teenage boy grabbing a thing from the girl he likes and running away with it, mm-hmm. um, and Jury screaming that she wants him to die. This is so, like, overdramatic teenager. It's so dramatic. And very selfish and self-absorbed, and it works really well. Like, there's these character moments here that, like, mm-hmm. yes, tease that out. Tease that out, yeah, Saito. Tease that out. Do something and with that. Instead... But yeah, you know, that could be really. Because I, I agree, I hadn't thought about that, but this is a really good moment because yeah, we do see Jury break in a way we really. The musical is the closest thing, but even then, it's not anger in the mm-hmm. musical like it is here. Yeah, I, I I like to see this glimpse that makes you think maybe Jury and Sherry are not, you know, so completely. <laughs> together um that they yeah, you definitely see that more with Shiori, but, and selfless as she thinks yeah uh-huh, but it, it's i like to see that with jury i appreciated that here at the very least that's something i'm, I'm looking for positive notes here so. no i that, i'm really glad you pointed that out i think that's good because we do not get anything like this well okay there's kind of one moment with shiori kind of starting not really but we'll get to that um yeah we see more mickey yeah I mean, for his, a, his a tie is pretty funny <laughs> is a nice little pattern on it mm-hmm. like so. oh i hadn't really noticed the pattern on the tie but that's cute that's a nice little tie it's a very like cute, her freaking, tie. like mink or some sort of fur it is so is much just, like, why is she wearing this I hate fur that I trim like this shawl I really want to like it, but I'm still. By the time I it's get very to this out of, of chapter, character. It is. I just it's think yeah. insanely out of character. It. Like I kind of love it because it's so much, but it is Same. absolutely disconnected from Shiori as a character. It exactly. Is so I'm weird. like on anybody else. Like yeah. But after being slapped in the face with the whole like princess thing, I'm just like, oh stop! Where's my garbage fire? You can put all that fur on, sure, but I can't find my garbage girl. <laughs> We see more fencing. We've got more fencing. The sky is rumbling. The sky is rumbling. The time has come to settle things. You're the one person I won't lose to. Uh, I actually really like this listed as page 32 on the yeah. website. This but it's a, like, this is a good page. Very good it's page. like a mont- uh, a fencing montage with like lightning in the background. Mm-hmm. And it's very cool. Yeah, Saito really gets to play with the angles. Yeah, some great angles here. Yeah, Saito definitely, when it comes to the fighting scenes, has this benefit of being able to just do a single frame. She's not having to show the action. She's just showing one shot of them. And I think when you do have a talent for that, as she does, that really comes through very strongly. It makes a very striking image. I, I think this is a great, great page. And speaking of lightning, we have another lightning strike. Just like the first one. It was no coincidence. It was inevitable that I would be called here. (laughs) I got really angry because it just reminds me so much of how, like, when you go to Charlotte Rose, there's no such thing as coincidence. There's only inevitable. I'm like, how dare dare you you quote her? (laughs) You don't deserve to stand where she stood. (laughs) Exactly. That's how I feel. I hate these panels with Ruka and Jury, but I love this Jury looking up at the Upside Down Castle. Mm-hmm. Yes. This is what I was talking it about earlier, stunning. talking about Saito's yes. art. It's just so stunning. We get to see a really good view of the little bow that Jury has. I do love bow and hair Jury. Very good look. 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. We don't have Sayonji here to tell us that this Upside Down Castle is just a trick of the just light. Just a trick of the just light. Kind of disappointing. 
But yeah, and so now we're back and everybody's in their dual uniforms. We get to see Jerry with her beautiful hair and her traditional dual uniform, which is kind of cool. Yes, I love it. Student Council uniform, yeah. Yeah, that's very good. That definitely is (laughs) something I think all of them would have hoped to see. Yep, I. I, Her hair plus her uniform. (laughs) And this, honestly, so the story we see here is Rose by Jerry. And Rico's like, Shuri says she wants to see the moment we settle everything. Hurry it up. Um, and then, and then Jerry has like a that you, you know that gif of I think it's her name's Tiffany Pollard going Beyonce. <laughs> that's the that's the her saying Shiori. Incredible. Same energy. Shiori is I I love Shiori here. Like this is like the one time I feel like we really got a glimpse of who she is. She's like I love people who are as strong as a prince. And then she does the whole, the one whose rose is scattered from their breast loses. So she's like the ampy here. Mm-hmm. And so we get that alignment and that shadow kind of over her face. Yes, it's like, great. ooh, this is, this is the Shiori I want to see. Yes, and then we don't really see her. <laughs> she's very menacing. Yeah. yeah. It's very menacing. And I do wonder again, how much of this is, I mean, obviously it's not really happening. Exactly. Like, is this how Jury imagines Shiori? Yeah, does this, is there a subconscious part of Jury's image of Shiori that does more closely match what we know of Shiori, which is a little bit, you know, shadowy, a little bit cruel? It's interesting, if so, because the, the canon of this particular chapter hasn't given us any reason to see that. Uh, so it's exactly. weird if Jury does like, feel that which way. Which would be really interesting to think about how Jury's conscious, how however this thing this 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 trick of the light is happening mm-hmm. this is the shiori that we see it's not the shiori who's like oh you're so cool um defeat ruka mm-hmm. she's like i'm here for a bloodbath <laughs> i you know fight for me which i love i love but that's her it's like oh yeah show me how important i am mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> validate me which would have been yes. so much better with her actual character and not I'm right. rich and I've always had everything I ever wanted handed to me. Why do I need you to validate me? That's another point. Oh. <sighs> God. <laughs> I appreciate you being my, my fan in arms with me here. Yes. And then she does lose. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Yeah. May I like, so, Okay. It took me reading this, like, I don't know how many times to finally get, like, her chest is hurting, and I was wondering if that's, like, where her scar is, mm-hmm. and Ruka's taking advantage of knowing that's where that's she's been injured in the super past. super gross. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, it's like, mm, don't like that. I mean, there's yeah. also with her chest, like, that's where her locket is, although she doesn't have the locket at this point, but I think, I assumed it was, like, her old injury that he was taking advantage of. Yeah, I didn't really make that connection when I read this, but, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. That's Which is just, like, so messed up. I mean, they, they don't really talk about in this, like, their kind of her origin with Ruka, but in the OG manga, I mean, he trained with her, he showed her fencing moves and all this stuff. So. He was also a chill dude, and he, yeah. he doesn't really have much personality, actually. He just sort of exists to be the thing that Jury is angry about, mm-hmm. and then fight her several times. Which is interesting if we're thinking about perhaps neither Shiori nor Ruka existing. She's just very angry. This is a, uh, a beautiful mind ways. situation. Shiori <laughs> just has a lot of rage inside of her and she has no healthy channel for it. So she's Not just having a, a breakdown here. I like that she calls him a bastard. 
<laughs> she's a bastard. Be gone. Be gone. Be gone. Be you gone, fiend. Son. Be gone. I'm going to take this panel that says be gone from my sight and edit it to say be gone thought. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. I, I, that's good because I hate this panel. Like, I hate, <laughs> I hate it. I mean, it's Me like too. the closest thing I think we get to when he assaults Jury in these episodes. Like, he is yeah. on top of her. She has no sword. She's struggling to push him off. And like, Saito's really good, I think. Definitely, like the other manga, like really good at showing these moments of just extreme pain and anguish. Mm-hmm. And yeah, don't don't. I mean, it's very well drawn, but thanks. But I also, it. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But be gone, thought much better. <laughs> and she says that she's gonna lose. It's no good. And she says, "Give me strength," and that is granted. A prince comes down to grant her strength and this from from the castle the image of like her on the ground like with the castle above her and the the petals falling down is so cool mm-hmm. it's a really we've been talking about how this is kind of a taking from all the different versions i don't remember like petals don't usually fall do they it's a i think it's more of a movie thing yeah that's what i was thinking it's more like the movie like kind of combining that aesthetic of the petals falling in the garden and Dio's coming down from the castle. And the next page is Utena Dio's coming down. Which, like, women-loving women solidarity here, I do appreciate, but... Th- this panel where she's, like, floating in the air next to Jury is extremely good. It's beautiful, honestly. Their hair, the way yes! Saito handles it. Yes! So good. Yes. She grants her the power to revolutionize the world. She gives her the prince's ring and points off into the distance. It was interesting. I was looking at this panel and it took me, I, I literally like double take for a second. Double take. Did a double take. Because <laughs> we see the shadowy Ruka, we all see the shadowy Shiori, but it's like, we're so used to seeing Pantheon at the last tournament. Yes. I, like, like, I thought the same um, thing that. <laughs> oh, good. Was it just me? It really harkens to her silhouette when you see it there. But, uh, there yeah, it does, it, which is really clever. But mm-hmm. instead, we must go back into the past and suffer some more with this backstory. Do uh, Code Lyoko return to the past now? It's a joke for like five people. <laughs> Sweet Code Lyoko reference in 2019. Code Lyoko for I haven't thought about Code Lyoko in literally years. I think about Code Lyoko every day of my life, <laughs> Alice. You're, I don't know enough about it, but you're valid. It's French, Abby. You should know about it. I know, I know a little I have about French it, and you're not like valid. It, Wait, it is? It. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it was originally in French, which is why if you actually go back and watch the early episodes, all of the dubbing is so bad. <laughs> they don't like they don't even try with the the lip matching. Uh, back to back to this nonsense with Jury angsting in the rain, which I do think is funny. You know, she can't have it's another sort of shower, I guess. It is. It's how you shower when you're from the wrong side of the tracks, as Jerry is. Uh, you just stand uh, out in the rain. But then, and then this is where we also get one of those kind of like amalgams of the different versions of Uchina, because we just see Shiori, and is she in her school uniform? I was trying to see. I think she is. I believe she is. She looks like yes, she's she in is. her school uniform. Just like 
kneeling next to the water and she just girl just tumbles on in like <laughs> you know i like how we don't see how or why shiori fell she's just very clumsy i guess <laughs> that's 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 oops. her personality trait she's just like like oops. that's her flaw <laughs> <laughs> like any other <laughs> magic pixie dream girl, we're going to make her just a little bit clumsy. A strong <laughs> gust comes along and she falls over. <laughs> That's how little personality she has. She's just like paper thin, so just like a single... <laughs> a single good breeze down. knocks her into the river. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, okay. So, jury with with really great form it looks like, and dives into the water mm-hmm. after her. Yeah, Jerry had an alternate life here as a swimmer. <laughs> I need that. I need that AU now. You know? <laughs> if fencing hadn't worked out. She likes the fountain a lot. She does, that's true. Jerry and her water motifs, and, and here it continues even more. Oh, so much water, because it's raining, it's and raining. she's diving down, she's going to become a prince and save Shiori, because this is what princes do. They drown trying to save princesses. It's such an oddly specific thing that happened so several times. You're right. I know. I think it's interesting. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to remember because it happens in the movie with Togo. Yes, correct. And then the guy, isn't there a guy who saves Jury's sister? Yes, there's an, an unnamed guy who saves Jury's sister in the anime. Yeah. yeah. Also, it's when Dios comes down, he almost looks like he's like swimming through the air. Ooh. Yeah, I had I never, never made that connection that. before, Alice, but that's good that is good yeah, it's interesting that no matter what the continuity they seem to feel like jury needed this specific like natalie wood style drowning trauma to define her yeah drowning trauma i should keep that in mind when i'm writing fake about her like, <laughs> it's just necessary hell? apparently for the jury story oh god she slash chiori is saved from drowning but then she falls back in the water because she's just, she's pooped. She's used all her energy. Mm-hmm. She's tired. She's giving up. Yep. And I guess she gets saved. It's such a weird, chaotic moment that all of this happens. It's very, you can't really tell what happened, which is, I kind of like it in the sense that we are seeing it from Jury's perspective. So she kind of blacks out. She just sees the prince's ring, blacks out, and then wakes up in the hospital yeah but it is very confusing and it definitely took me multiple times to read it to figure out what the heck is going on and she's in the hospital we find out that ruka got himself killed saving jury because i guess shiori is talking to herself slash the spirit of ruka (laughs) she's she's giving us the outside uh, jury's hospital room yeah, they're just separated by, like, a curtain, and she's just sobbing. Yeah, she's sobbing. And I like, if you look at this panel, it really looks like Shiori has her hands around Ruka's neck, and she is throttling his corpse. Oh my she's, god, like, I so angry that. that he died. Shit. She's I choking I thought that him. was just her. Oh my god. I never even paid attention to that little tiny corner of the panel and noticed a face there. Same. I'm so... Oh my gosh. I'm, I'm so, so disturbed. I mean, that's the Shiori I want, but like, <laughs> wow. She's just choking out this dead man. <laughs> How could you do this Yet to again, me? Yet again, though. I didn't even get your money yet, but she doesn't need money in this anyway, so whatever, I guess. Wow, yeah, okay, that that, that changes the tone of that a lot differently. Whew. Oof. Yeah, but yeah, jury. Poor, yeah. Poor jury. There's a lot for poor jury peeking in 
to unpack there because so she sees the girl that she loves like choking and sobbing rage mm-hmm. the man who saved her life the boy who saved her life so. you know actually i just know that helped me develop a theory about what's going on here so okay just Ooh. bear with me for a moment <laughs> ruka didn't die from drowning but Shiori orchestrated all of this in order to kill him. And so now she was choking him out while he was unconscious in the hospital. And that's why she is loudly giving us the exposition to make sure everyone hears. How could you get yourself killed? Safe and jury. Oh, I like that. I like that a lot. She yes. wants to make sure all of the uh, listeners around her hear that he died saving jury. And that is the official story. <laughs> so make sure that's what it says in the death certificate right? <laughs> die from complications <laughs> <laughs> jury kind of walks out of her hospital room and she wanders into the church where Utena is in a coffin of roses this, this was honestly the least confusing part for me I was like oh this tracks people just do this in Utena right <laughs> this is just how it is <laughs> Like, if you walk long enough in Utena, you're gonna run into a coffin full of roses. There's gonna be She's gonna tell you not to open it. Yeah. She asks if Utena's the girl from before, and Utena tells her that she's met Vruka before. Okay. Okay, this... This... I... I love my girl. I love my young girl, Utena. But, like, this Utena Dio's thing, she is, like... It really definitely doesn't have any like of Utena's actual personality. It just feels like she is a vessel for yes. the power of Dios right now. She feels like a vessel. She feels like exposition. And she's yes. like, oh, I gave him a ring because he was watching you, training so hard, all by yourself. You thought nobody saw you, but he saw you, Jerry. He did. And so I gave him a ring. Like, why does he deserve a ring for that? What, do we just giving out rings? Like, I guess they do, but they're not, like, part They of do just give still. out rings willy-nilly uh, at Otori. I guess, but geez. I mean, how did anybody get their ring besides Utena? And well, Utena got hers, like... Utena's the only one we know how she got hers. Like, everyone else... Maybe I mean, it I was guess just now, a fancy party favor. I mean, now, now Ruka, but, like, we don't ever hear how any of the other student council members received their rings. Yeah, you, you, you see, you know, Toga give it to Nanami, but everyone else, no clue. I guess it is a student council thing, so you can assume that Akio as the end of the world. He just picked them, you know. They were good candidates. Did they get, like, elected to the student council? I do wonder. Isn't Jerry supposed to be the treasurer? She I is. Know. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That detail just delights me. I don't know why. It's I so irrelevant, it. you know? I mean, it's like... <laughs> do we ever see her be doing any her kind of me. treasury work? I think no. it only comes up in the manga. Oh, yeah. I think you're right. Speaking of... Okay, so... This, this next page... Ugh. Abby, ugh. somebody take this. <laughs> the lily, the lily part, we're on the lily? Wait, no, actually, uh, yes, Alice, I want you to tell me about this Please. page. Please, there is so much. Look at your notes, I'm kind of interested because there is, there is, this is really weird. Yeah, there's a translator's note here that Vana put that I kind of jumped off of, but yeah. Because they're kind of isn't a lily goddess of battle not at all i looked through the wikipedia list and no there's just not i mean you're you're jumping you you jump to camilla from the Aeneid. yeah 
who isn't a goddess. She is. She's not. She's one of the Amazons, which is why I jumped her because that's. And that's weird because she she's like she's an Amazon, but like kind of an honorary Amazon. Yeah. In that she was not born to them. She's actually a Volsky, but like I think that's interesting. The idea that this is maybe this is a reference to Camilla. I was just thinking of her role in that battle and like in the Aeneid and kind of this tragic. She also kind of you know has a. I mean, she definitely has those extreme lesbian vibes. Ruka refers to Juri as being like Lily, the goddess of battle, who cut off her own right breast to maximize the strength of her bowstring draw. And the translator note mentions that in redoing like the translation for this, they could find no actual reference to any lily goddess of battle but the whole cutting off your titty to maximize your bowstring draw is is a trope from like dating back to descriptions of amazons it's a huge trope and one thing i was like you know i mean like it was a really kind of misogynistic thing that the greeks were about oh so, absolutely like, it the greeks in with ruka perfectly <laughs> for 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 reference when we think amazon you know in modern day we tend to think of them as being really cool but like and having this sort of vibe no like the whole like cutting off one of your breasts is as a body horror thing because yeah. the greeks were scared shitless of, of this idea woman having power being able to fight what they they actually probably got the idea from people like the sarmatians to Scythians, which is like a bunch of different people in Ukraine, where that was a thing that happened. Hilariously, you were not allowed to marry until you had scalped a man. Incredible. Yes. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, but like, that scared scared them shitless. But yeah, that's, that's so weird. I'm like, it's fascinating. And for a second, I was like, does Hippolyta mean like Lily or something? But no, I it doesn't. I was looking that up too. Yeah, I... It, it I just means to think about horse. <laughs> yeah, I was like at Camilla and it had nothing to do with lilies. It sounds like a type of flower, but it's not related. Of course, like, we also have to consider the fact that, like, what is, like, Lily has... <sighs> How about this? I mean, it's it's basically, like, you know, it's Yuri. It's the lesbian yeah. flower. She's literally holding, Jury is holding a bouquet of lilies in some of the new Bromides. Like I know, this just makes this really surreal. <laughs> it's just, it's like, he's like, oh, I think you're so beautiful, Lily. And it's like, you're literally saying this to a lesbian. You're literally. Also, the fact that Jury has the scar on her right breast. So, like, that would be, in his interpretation of mythology, whatever mythos he's making up, that would align. It's also a little creepy that he knows that. It, it, it's gross, because he's He's yes. mythologizing someone else's injury in a way that's not really appropriate or asked for. Yeah. Yes. It, it, but it, but the way that it's played off is supposed to be like as we will see is inspirational and like. That's the we're getting to the eighties part. Yeah. Also, I do want to point out while we're on this page, one of the things I was thinking when talking about like how much is Uchenna controlling this, like in that top right hand panel. Really, the goddess of battle, like Uchina has this kind of shadowy Ruka behind her, so it's like you know it starts to become she's saying his words, and then we see Jury seeing Ruka, so it's like unclear again what exactly is Jury seeing. 
what exactly yeah. is happening. But yeah, then we get the go. Yeah, take us away with this eighties. Yeah. Oh man, there's oh, it's so much. I've never been given place so beautiful. <laughs> the whole like male character does something that's actually either really creepy or really invasive, or what? just kind of generally not cool. And it's played as being this inspirationally good nature, good hearted thing is so eighties. Mm-hmm. It's the real talk. The boombox outside the window which yeah. Yeah. works better in that scene than it would work in literally every of any other scene and or time and place. And it doesn't all actually work all that great in that one. Yeah. It's it's like this kind of it's at best obnoxious and at worst incredibly invasive and creepy. Yeah, that's I like that quite a few times. Yeah, it's really invasive. Yeah, it it gets played as being sort of this really inspirational or really good thing and something to be almost like looked up to as a model of how one might act romantically. Yeah, it's pretty messed up. I mean like she has her hand like over her chest, like, you know, where the rose is and then he puts his hand on top of hers. His head's like on her shoulder then before he kind of walk he slash Utina walks away. Like we get that kind of shift again. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah, it's it's it's, it's so so stereotypically shoujo in like one of the worst possible ways. And it's one of the ways I'm like, this did not I don't want to say it didn't age well because it, it yeah, it does feel like it's from something from like the eighties, but it's bizarre because I think even aspects of the Uchina manga that are, you know, kind of uncomfortable, like even they age better. Yeah. Like, it's weird. I don't like the fact, because, like, okay, so in the manga, like, Ruka is a very different character. Yeah. And... Noted manga Ruka stan Alice. <laughs> well, not so much a Ruka stan, manga stan and more of a... Ruka in the manga is an, a very obvious attempt to make a character who we should feel good about. Yes. yes. Much, like they, much like she does with Toga. Yeah, and... Like even with like with Togo, it's supposed like there's this idea that Togo might not be completely on the level all the time, but Ruka's supposed you're supposed to end Ruka's arc with this idea that Ruka's always on the level with her, and yes, and he's guiding her and inspiring her, and as much as I hate it, there is you are supposed to see him as this good guy who genuinely wants the best for Jury somehow, and to be honest, like he, it's a lot easier to have that reception at the end of his regular manga arc than it is in this one. Because this is like trying to do the same thing, but what if we did it way worse? Yeah, basically. That's like the, how, it's like Saito was like, look at all these things that I did pretty okay in the original manga. Now how would I do them but worse? <laughs> he, he loses he, it even has like in the original version of this base because it's literally the same story the original version of the same story like yep. Ruka's actions are precipitated by the fact that he is terminally ill yep. and he hasn't finished business and so and the fact that he's sort of just shown up and that like that being part of the story contextualizes some of his less good actions as being that of a st- stupid young adult who is about to die and has decided to, you know, be try something that we know is dumb, but, like, you know... He's gonna die! Yeah, he's terminally ill. Like, he's not exactly gonna make good decisions right now. 
Yeah, it definitely too. has this kind of like as much as I hate how much they try to convince us Victoria's straight in that manga. Um yeah. It, there's a really a nice bittersweetness. Like Saito does a really good job, like kind of encapsulating that kind of yeah, this this kind of misunderstanding. But you know, even Jerry thinks she doesn't want to believe that Ethan is is dead or anything, and she's he's like, yeah, you know, even if you tell her, she won't believe it because that's just who Jerry is. And it's like, oh, you really knew her so well. I know I'm supposed to think that this is romantic. I don't like it, but it works so much better there than it does here. It's a little disappointing, too, because, like, to see this, you could almost see how, at one point, these two characters could have been friends in a way that wasn't bad in the manga. And this version, I can't, because it's, there's just this weirdness. There's this power imbalance thing going on. Yeah. Don't don't like that. And it was, it was there in the first one, but it was like, Way less uncomfortable because he was the fencing captain, you know, like all those dynamics were in the school. Like there wasn't this social status thing. There wasn't this like he's the fiance of the woman that she loves. Which now that I'm saying that out loud, I'm thinking about Akio now. Yeah, it was just an upperclassman who's better. Yeah, yeah, it's the upperclassman who you looked up to a long time ago. The kind of situation which was a lot more palatable than this. This weird social. Classic oh. drama thing. It's done so poorly. It's done so poorly, and then Utuna's dragged into it, and I'm like, Utuna, what are you doing? Utuna's just like, I want to find Andy. That's all she wants Utuna's to do. Utuna's not like, even Utuna. She's just a weird there. She's like a robot. Like, yeah. She's just like, She programmed. is the disembodied power of Dios. That is my canon for after the revolution, is that this is not Utuna. This is... The power of Dios using Utena as a vessel. To teach shitty Aesops? Yeah. I mean, I'll be very curious what you think of the last chapter that closes in Q1, because that's where you really get the kind of resolution. And I don't I don't disagree with you, but that would make the ending interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because she really isn't. I mean, I do definitely see it in terms of, like, the verse. Like, maybe this is what Utena would have become when she took on the power of Dios. Like, she knew she wasn't going to be Utena anymore. And she says that she's not Utena anymore. She says yeah. that she's Dios now. And that's definitely what we're seeing here. But it's just very... It's Sometimes it's hard to see because like, that's my girl. But it's not my girl. Mm-hmm. That's like this You're not my manga. daughter. You're not my daughter. Where's my dumb daughter? But moving on, yeah. I guess... Because I we guess. could just probably just gripe about this for another hour. Juri has her match with Ruka, and she'll give everything she's got, and she stands victorious, which I I like the little bit of Miki going, she did it! Juri-san stands victorious! <laughs> it is very pure and good. It's I like very Miki in this cute. chapter. It it's is very, very sweet. Good. I love them. I love their friendship, honestly. Like, so and we good. we see Jury's competitor take their mask off, and it's a woman. I I guess I don't know. I didn't really realize it was a woman until the next panel where they said it's a woman because Ruka looks vaguely, a little more feminine than this. She's sort of like a kind of generic, vaguely androgynous anime. Yeah, yeah she's just she just has background anime character face, you know. She yeah. does. Oh, and then this. This is our ending. 
the locket was around her neck again, I guess, even though The locket Ruka that Ruka ran off with. Ran off with it. Maybe she just has, like, a bunch of them, and they all have the same picture. <laughs> yeah, I find it and, hard like, to believe the jury would make that them. Locket. Like, this is, she loses them all the time. There are words inside it now. Did Ruka create them? And we don't know exactly what the words are. Instead, we we get to see more of really bougie. We get Shiori. to see more of insanely bougie Shiori. Rich oh. widow Shiori. Okay, but okay, the middle panel where she's like hugging Jury, I was like, this is everything like I wanted, but I don't want it. I don't want it like <laughs> Not this. like this. Not like this. Yeah, the the bottom right two panels here where Jury is saying, You've always told me that and given me courage, I'm grateful to you. Not so much the line they're not really I mean that's nice, but I don't really care about that. But just the art of them yes. looking like, at each other I think like, is stunning oh my gosh. That is, it's stunning like their eyes are almost meeting but not quite, not quite. For, as like, far as the jury and Shiori artwork in this chapter goes I think those two panels are actually my favorite that's valid it's telling like Shiori's not even saying anything but like even for like, just the snippet of her face it already says so much and Jury definitely, it's got that same energy that she really has in the anime, I think. Mm-hmm. That kind of, you know, the hand on her chest, just kind of like looking down, like I can hear Kotomitsushi's mm-hmm. voice in my head. <laughs> it's good. It's good. It's very good. It's very valid. Jury had said previously that she was going to quit fencing, and she oh, already... we didn't really talk about that. Yeah, we, we that, didn't that was bring our, that up. We just it's sort of it semblance of plot. <laughs> she had, she it had is ostensibly part of this plot, but honestly, who cares so she already yeah she had like this whole we didn't even we didn't even talk about it she had this whole thing where she was talking about oh my averages are down i'm just gonna quit while i'm at my prime they really switched the roles because usually she already's the one with all the receipts like in the movie but like here (laughs) jerry had them so jury says i'm going to quit fighting for you next next page and it's like this is what i think well maybe Maybe we're getting somewhere. Yeah, I know. It almost seemed like character development. But then she says, I kept on fighting because I wanted to be a prince who would protect you. And Faruka, who died saving me. But from now on, I finally understand. I love to fight. And that is enough. That's the best line of the whole thing. Is It's just a very somber jury saying, I love to fight. <laughs> I love it, I but it's very stupid in this context. I just want, like, I just want jury to always say that. I will say that in this panel especially, it strikes me like how Greek her profile looks. Like, you really get the vibes like a statue of Minerva or Athena. Like Yeah, actually. The I love to fight line actually reminds me of like Vana and Yasha talking about how all Jury is is just like fighting for whoever it is she's obsessed with. It doesn't matter who it is whether it's like ruka or toga or shiori or whatever it's always the same sort of obsession that kind of ties in there that line just saying i'd love to fight she's sort of admitting there that like that's all my character is i guess well it she's sort of admitting there that like she just loves like the fight in and of itself and it doesn't necessarily matter who the fight is for whether it, she's so saying scary. literally what if, whether it's for Shiori or whether it's for Ruka. Oh, I kind of hate that, but I, I appreciate that take. I, I really do. Because, yeah, it's kind of, I guess what's 
disappointing for me is that this is supposed <laughs> to be after the revolution, right? <laughs> like, they're supposed to have grown. Uten is supposed to have changed them as people. But now, I mean, I know Juri's tense, but really? This is as far as we came? Oh, I just like to fight? Like, uh, well, I think it's I think it's interesting that she realizes that. It's very self-aware of look, her. I'm, I, for one, am glad that she found a passion for fighting. <laughs> just, just... <laughs> Go into the ring already. It's like, go on Chapo, but it says, it's like, get in the ring already. It's really funny because uh, my roommate and I, we just watched Rocky today. Well, she watched it. I was there. It's just <laughs> like, we just imagine her going up those steps, drinking raw eggs. <laughs> yeah, what you don't see is the jury is not going back to fencing. She's taking up MMA and she <laughs> is just I mean, obliterating I people's would skulls. Watch that. That, would be a, that would be a great AU, though, for real. I would actually love to see Jury as some sort of, like, MMA fighter or a boxer. She already has, like, the nickname of the Panther. Like, it's already the way, the path has been prepared, right? Yeah. Panther millionaire? She already says that she had a dream about Ruka, and then he said he came up. (laughs) This this is such a weird description. This this Jury is so weird here. A dream about Ruka last night for the first time in a long time. He came up next to you and me and said, thank you for finding me, for looking at me. What the fuck does that mean? Something like that, at least. Then he smiled and left for good. <laughs> she, she already never learned listening comprehension, apparently. Like, and uh, now we look at her locket and it just says, uh, fight jury in it. Fight Judy. <laughs> yeah, fight Judy. <laughs> I did check the Japanese for this because I was curious, and it does just say fight jury. jury. The the furigane for, for, for that is fighto uh, jury. I like the spelling of jury. J y u r i. You're the only one who does. To, it manages to be both spellings of jury at once. <laughs> it, it, and if you do, it, it's great because Fana actually did Photoshop it, so it just says the jury we're used to. Because that is how it would be, how it's spelled in Katakata. Yeah. But I just, coming back to it, and this is my problem with the whole, I, you know, I love to fight that aloneness enough. She has been brought to this realization by Ruka, his whole telling her, or Ruka, Ruka Ushan, whatever the heck, the person she sees Ruka telling her that, you're this, you are Lily, the, the goddess of battle, like, you're so beautiful like this. And the fact that he carves this into her locket, which is, it's like her heart. It's something private. It's something she doesn't show other people. And she's not, and like you said, Alice, earlier, so I think it was really on point, like this violation of everything is seen as romantic. It's seen as inspiring. And it's disturbing. You know what this is? I like to look at posts from Reddit's relationship advice forum. Oh my god. I don't really Please like Reddit very much, but occasionally I like to look at a Twitter account that aggregates good posts from the relationship advice board. And one time there was a post where a woman talked about like getting a special belt in Taekwondo or some sort of martial arts or something, I don't know. And like her boyfriend took it and got like I love you in Japanese characters stitched on like the end of it because of like some bullshit reason. But like she was really mad about it and she was like going to break up with him. This is 
This is that thoughtless boyfriend getting fucking pink stitching in her taekwondo belt is taking this locket and carving fight jury into it that is the best description i I do love the multiple readings of this because it's like fight jury but then still has the picture of shiori it's like yeah shiori does want to make jury fight maybe she could fight her like I'd yeah, it almost reads that. like it's telling Shiori to fight Jury mm-hmm. instead of telling Jury to, like, continue yeah, to fight. Which I always which, support. Thinking about now and thinking about the musical again, and I mean, we all know how awesome that was. <laughs> it's over. We made it to the end. So now I can say my, my theory. I've definitely seen other people say this, but I was talking with um, Bud Fukiko, and we were talking about how what if and she hasn't actually read the whole chapter. I just sent her snippets with pages um, from my Japanese copy with Jerry's amazing outfits on it. And talk about maybe this chapter, like, what if we could see it from, like, all from Shiori's perspective? That would be much more interesting. Right? Because it would be very interesting if Shiori's kind of setting up this whole thing to kind of, like, get Jerry to do all this, and then it completely backfires at the end with her just being like, oh yeah, I don't need you anymore. I have this thing that Ruka wrote for me in my locket. And Shuri's like, oh, oh, this did not go with my I guess I'll just cry into my mink fur coat. <laughs> yeah, right? Oh my gosh. Yeah. It just, it's just a bad look, the, the reversal between her and Jerry and this kind of power thing, like her the rich. Yeah. It's very weird. And it ultimately just, like I said, it just makes this more like, rote and tropey in a way that the original was trying to get around. And Saito doesn't even have the excuse anymore that, like, I mean, I guess she does have to deal with editors for the magazine this is published in, but... And it's interesting, like, I do wonder... I guess I do wonder what the extent of her constraints this time would have been. I feel like they would get her... I feel like they would give her more leeway this time, given the success of Utena in general. You would think. I mean, it definitely, I do, it is, okay. Now I'm thinking about this when you mentioned that. So in our first chapter, we have Toka Sayanji, and there are definitely some kind of boys love vibes there between Toka and Sayanji. Like, they're not, I heard. Yep. I will they're not it kissing at some point. And it then here we have point. our kind of Yuri kind of reference, but... We can't, you know, Jury can be in love with Shiori, but we have to make sure it's clear from the get-go. She could never, ever be with her. She has a fiancé. She's you know, not interested. Whatever. And then the last chapter, we have the whole, like, incest thing. So we have yeah. this kind of slew of this trifecta, if you will, of these kind of quote-unquote forbidden relationships. And this is the way this one has to end, with not quite, like... It's just so bizarre to end the locket. Like, this thing that has constrained her, this thing that, ah, like, she gets rid of it in anime for a reason, right? She has a new locket. She asked jokingly for Uchina's photo for it. Yeah. Yeah, I wrote a picture. Yeah. Um, instead, it just, it feels like one step forward, two steps back. That's how, that's how After the Revolution feels for me. Mm-hmm. It really is that turning, the turning stage, that revolution. We're going right back to where we started. I think, I think that's a great, great point. That's really well put. 
Um, all well, you, you know why they call them revolutions, right? Uh, it goes all the way around. Because they, they always come back again. Exactly. Yeah, that, that really is how all three of the chapters feel. You know, that it's, it's just yeah. a circle. It, just, it kind of ends up back where it starts in all of them. So interesting because I do. She, with the other manga chapters, right, she had some vague outlines that she had. Um, she knew what the anime was going to be doing, but she could still kind of sort of do her own thing. Maybe with this, it was kind of like maybe Saito also needs some guidance, as it were. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah. I would not disagree, probably. Yep. Oh boy. So yeah, this is getting very long. Yeah, this is quite a long. So we should probably wrap up. (laughs) Like, I feel like honestly, we could keep, like, as much as I don't ultimately like this chapter, I feel like there there is a lot interesting to say about it, but I also think that, like, if we just keep griping, that we will be here forever. (laughs) Until the end of eternity. Oh, I just had this great this line. I <laughs> yeah, please today. read this no- line from your notes that I'm looking oh, at. That's the one I'm paying. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's no ethical princeliness under capitalism. That is <laughs> yes. the takeaway. Saito nice. tries. Saito tries, but princeliness, it's not going to work. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. Yeah. Yeah, what's up? Oh. All right. Do we have any final thoughts? Watch Utena on. Uh, oh god i can't watch revolutionary girl utina no blooming rose of deepest black watch the new musical (laughs) if you want good jerry shiori content (laughs) you will get it delicious delicious shoe what about you doc do you have any closing thoughts yeah um i guess the only thing that i would want to say about this that just it as i was rereading it earlier today to kind of get some of my thoughts together and i remember thinking this when i first read it when it came out it i don't mean to always reference myself and my history with Utena like I've been in the fandom a long time but you can't help it when it has been a part of your life for a long time you do think back to oh the way this used to be and the way this would have seemed to me when I was this age and that age it occurs to me that if this had happened when I was a lot younger when I was like 13 I think I would have loved this chapter because it presented Shiori in a not unsympathetic light you know it didn't try to demonize or villainize her and i think that shows a lot about my growth in like the way that i see shiori and also the way that i think the fandom has evolved along with her is that i feel so the opposite now i can't stand the fact that this just makes their relationship palatable and that's all it seems to be aiming to do i think that is absolutely missing the point of her character and of the relationship but i i can understand and i do sort of still admire the people who do like the chapter for that reason that they like to see the two of them together and they like to see shiori maybe being kind of likable to them but i can't help there's a little bug in me that's like yeah but being likable isn't what shiori is there to be (laughs) Like, yes, she could look pretty, but you won't have to, like, be angry at her. Like, that was the best thing about cosplaying. Either people who loved it, or people who were like, I don't know how I feel about that. That's the kind of energy I want. <laughs> yeah, Shiori, everything that is good about her is the fact that there's never going to be a universal agreement on Shiori. So, to have a chapter that I think really... It strips her of a lot of the faults and the, you know, bad behavior, but it also strips her of any active behavior. 
you know. Yes, and that's the whole thing. She's the active one. Jury isn't. Jury isn't. It, I, I hate to see Shiori not allowed to be the worst she can be. <laughs> if she's going to be yes. a character that people really aren't going to care about either way, let this. her make some mistakes. I mean, let her do something. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's yeah. As far as closing thoughts go, that's really all it ultimately is for me. I, I realize now the thing I want from Shiori is not for other people to be able to stomach her. So, <laughs> um, Alice, so do you have any final thoughts about this? Um, I think the jury just loves to fight. <laughs> she loves it. And you know what? That's valid. She's I'm young, scrappy, and hungry, and she's not throwing away her shot. Um, if you'd like oh, to follow man. us on Twitter, you could do that at Utenicast. <laughs> if you'd like to follow me on Twitter, I'm not gonna say anything else about the thing I just said. If you'd like <laughs> to follow me on Twitter, you can do that at Impandanata. Alice, where can people follow you on Twitter? They can follow me at Lyrewolf, which is L-Y-R-E-W-U-L-F. If you would like to see other things I do in the world of podcasting, you can check out the Fresh Podcast Market, a real podcast about fake podcasts, or Monica Magicast, a podcast about Monica Magica that I edit and also was a guest on once and might be a guest on again at some point if they allow me to yell about Monica Magica Rebellion for three hours of my life, which I will absolutely do at the drop of any hat. Abby, where can people find you online? Yeah, you can find me at Abby Says Words or at Abby Says Words. Either way, A-B-B-Y on Instagram or Twitter. If you want to see photos or if you want to see me yelling in text form. And I will be posting a thread with my ranking of dirty outfits. Yes, <laughs> and I will link it when we post this episode up on Twitter. Um, and also go check out Abby's Utsuna cosplays, which includes Utsuna and Shiori. It's very Just good. Different. You just gym uniform where you can buy the shirt for more solitude on Twitter.me. Yes, the <laughs> disaster good. gym lesbian. Uh, Doc, do, you, do you, I don't know how much of an internet presence you have. Do you have anything that you would like to promote? Uh, yeah, you can follow me at Doc Noctum on Tumblr. That's pretty much it. I don't do a lot, but <laughs> I'm there and you can talk to me. We have a Tumblr that I haven't used in a million years, but people follow it and reblog stuff from it all the time. It's imaginemeandyoutsuna.tumblr.com. If you would like to talk to us for some reason, you can do that on Twitter or Tumblr or email us at imaginemeandyoutsuna.gmail.com. We are a Patreon-supported podcast. We love our patrons. They are very patient and great, and I would die for all of them. Abby is one of them. That's, I, I think that's all the things that I'm supposed to say at the end of this. One day I'll write it up. I've been doing this for th three years. Oh God, I don't know. Two years, three years, how long? I think it's only been, no, no, we started in 2016. It's been three years. God damn it. Wow. That's a long time to be doing this. Yeah. I guess that's it. Revolutionize the world, everyone. And jury will meet you in the octagon. Oh God. <laughs> Hehehehe <laughs> <laughs>